hallmarks of Western society is the protection of children. And at CD Media, it's high on our list of priorities. We've been holding events around the country to really make people aware of the level of evil that's coming after our children. And it's a multifaceted attack. Last week, we held an event in Miami, and the stars were aligned as to the panel and how they interacted together. We had uh, a father, Raul, from Mexico City talking about children and the trafficking and the cartels and the kind of a 30,000-foot level evil discussion. We had Dr. Paul Merrick, who really got into the fraud in the medical system, Alana Fishbane from No Left Turn in Education, Kevin Jackson, who rocked the audience uh, with the discussions of uh, basically what, how we have to fight this fight. We had Dr. Chris Cassells, Wayne Black, who's a security specialist, and the Pfizer whistleblower, Brooke Jackson. It was an amazing panel, and we need your help to get this out to the world. We have a live stream available. Go to Miami Independent forward slash event, and you will be able to buy the live stream. It's a few bucks because we still have massive costs for this event. But we need to spread the word, and people don't know what they don't know. So please go to Miami Independent forward slash event and get the live stream. Hold an event at your house. It's 25 bucks. Bring your family. Bring your friends. Awaken them to what is happening to our children. I'm going to show a quick clip here. The pharmaceutical companies, the agencies, the federal government, the industries that support them are not interested in curing patients. Their goal is not to cure patients, it's to sell drugs and make money, even if those drugs or money kill patients. And they will do whatever it takes. As Brooke has told you, it's a truly astonishing thing. The level of fraud that you could actually manipulate and make up data to sell a drug that is harmful. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow. So welcome back to Information Operation. We have a target of opportunity interview, uh, obviously not in the studio, but Christina Caramo is with us who just won the GOP chair in Michigan. And she has a few minutes, so we took the opportunity to speak with her. Thanks for coming on, Christina. Thank you so much for having me on, Todd. So look, I was talking to you beforehand. I, I'm on the Republican Executive Committee in another state, and there's a lot of transparency issues. You know, like, uh, for instance, the, the, the ability to get on the committee, the openings are not posted anymore. The, the, the contact information for the other members of the committee are not posted. So it's really hard for new people to come in and, and, and become part of the party and, and, and be a you know, contributing member. And, and a lot of other issues like that. What, what are you going to do in Michigan to, to, for your, to allow people to come into the party, I guess is the big question. 
Yeah, so the way the structure works in Michigan is this past weekend, not only did we elect a new chair, but we also elected our state committee members. So for us, the process is a little bit different, okay. where the congressional districts actually elect the people who will sit on our state committee. To your point about transparency, the members of state committee need to have more power and more say of what the state is actually doing, and also see what we're doing, how we're spending funds. That way, there could be confidence that things are being done appropriately. Unfortunately, in many states, you have a process where individuals can be conducting themselves more on the basis of what will maintain power for a select group instead mm -hmm. of what's best for the state. And this is a, a lot of chaos and confusion. And so people have to spend more time asking questions of their party and demanding transparency. And that's less time we have that could be devoted to winning elections. I mean, as chair, there's going to be some time when the, over, the overwhelming majority of our state central committee, which is essentially the executive committee in your state, yeah, yeah. the state central committee may want to do something different. And if the majority of the state central committee want to do something different than what I want, I have to honor that because that's the mm. way we have our party structure to ensure checks and balances. When you're the leader, you're not always going to get your way. That's not the way it works. If the goal is to serve. And if the majority of our committee wants something in a particular way, that's what I'm going to have to do, irrespective of how I personally feel about it. That's what a good leader does. What you do is you tell the truth and you are effective in communicating and prevent presenting a solution to the problem that the majority can get on board with. You know, a lot of it does require some diplomacy. But we can never mm -hmm. sacrifice transparency under the delusion that, you know, somehow I'm committing some I'm engaging in some greater good by conducting myself this way. But in actuality, that's why we have so much division in the party. Because, yeah, see, sure. Democrats are their collectivists. We're individualists. So we're going to demand some answers and transparency. When the Democrats, they're more concerned with genuflecting to the majority. When we're like, I don't care what the majority thinks, this is what's right, and that's what I'm standing on. And so in order to have a cohesive party, and just for me, just as a, as a Christian, just being yeah. honest with people, we have to have transparency, and people need to see what's going on. And when that's where the donors will come back, because even though, yeah, Democrats have George Soros and Bloomberg and Zuckerberg and the like, but there are, we have millions of people on our side. And if we are conducting ourselves in an ethical and transparent manner, the, the, the donations and the volunteers, they will come and get involved if it's a party they believe in. So not only does it hurt transparency, but it also alienates activists and donors and voters to the benefit of Democrats being elected. So true. So one issue we had was the, the, the party was actually spending party funds in the primary against certain other candidates. What do you think about that? It is not my position to get involved in primaries. And that again, that's what creates conflict. Yeah. Uh, our team has been very clear. The Michigan Republican Party will not be getting involved in primaries. That is not my job. Yeah. Um, it is the responsibility of the constituents of that respective congressional district or a house district or, you know, Senate, state Senate district to decide who their elected official is going to be. Now, even in the event you have a Republican that they have decided they want to primary, once again, it is not my job to get involved. That is inappropriate. And that's what creates a lot of chaos and division. And I understand that sometimes when you get involved in politics at this level, we do have a unique perspective. And oftentimes I see people operating in a way that it's just, I think to myself, like they just don't know what's going on. Yeah. And it's, sometimes it's a little bit frustrating. So I'm like, oh, yeah. they just really knew what was happening. They may make a different decision. Well, it's yeah. my job to inform people that way they can make their own decision. It's not my job to make that decision for them by getting involved in the primary. So we as a team, we have made absolute commitment to stay out of primaries. That way we can just be focused on winning 
and there will be less conflict. That's how conflict happens. And the more time we spend on conflict amongst ourselves, that's less time we have to defeat Democrats. We only have so much time in a day. So true. So tell us, and we got five more minutes. What are your main priorities? What do you want to do for, uh, for the Michigan Republican Party? Uh, number one, fight against systemic election corruption. If okay. we do not remedy systemic election corruption, all of our efforts are futile. So we already have, um, which, you know, of course, we don't want Democrats are going to be watching this. So I don't want to tip my hand too much. But yeah. at the same time, we're going to be committed to fighting systemic election corruption. Um, number two, we're going to also grow our party without compromising our values. The Republican Party is dying off, literally, uh, age deficit. We have a massive age issue. And then, two, another issue we're having in Michigan, a lot of Republicans are leaving the state. They're coming to places like True. Florida. True. They're going to Tennessee. So we're actually losing people. And so we're going to have to create constitutional converts. But we want to spread the message of liberty, what way to positively influence people. And a lot of the Republican strategy is very archaic. And we neglect certain communities because we say, oh, well, people won't vote for us. First of all, we're all individuals. Yeah, I may not win the city of Detroit. But guess what? If we are active enough, we'll put enough dent in the city. That way we'll see a positive change for the Republican ticket. Additionally, the goal isn't just to win elections for the sake of declaring victory. The goal is to win elections that way we can positively change our state and nation. So that's what people are going to see, a party who's not operated by goals of pure power, but operated by one thing only, and that is to save our kids' futures. And then the third thing is just the ethical party people can trust. A lot of people won't give money to the party because they don't trust them. They're tired of the broken promises. They're tired of mm -hmm. a party who tells them one thing and plays a great lip service, but when it comes time to action, they do something completely different. And we all can think of plenty of examples. People just want an ethical party they can trust. They want their kids to be free. The writing's on the wall, the direction of a country of this country. So as chair of the Michigan Republican Party, I have a massive responsibility to ensure that we deliver on those promises so our kids can be free. So uh, are you seeing Democrats and, and some of the you know legacy Democrat voters in certain communities start to come your way in Michigan? I mean, a lot of well, big. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, please finish the question. I well, I was going to say I there's know. a lot of diverse groups in Michigan, obviously, now with a lot of population demographic change. But are you seeing some of those come and come our way? Oh, yeah. Actually, as a matter of fact, during the 2020 election, 2022 mm -hmm. election, we have um, we, we've had a lot of activity in the city of Dearborn. And mm -hmm. it's interesting how a fire could spark. And I'm sure everyone was aware of what happened in Dearborn, yeah. where there were um, these sexually explicit books. I mean, when I say sexually explicit, I would even talk to someone at the bar about what was in those right. books. I mean, right. that is how vulgar these books were. And parents and activists in Dearborn had oh. enough. And at the last election, we had three residents from Dearborn become vice chairs and join the leadership team at the Michigan Republican Party. So wow. when you're involved, people, people, when you're involved in those communities, people will get involved in the party. It's just that when you have no presence in a community, why would people get involved? Why would they vote for our candidates? They wouldn't do that. Yeah. And that that situation in Dearborn launched, um, put a spark that, you know, I don't care what someone's political leanings are. No person in their right mind wants their children to be exposed to sexually explicit content. Yeah. No person in their right mind wants their job exported overseas. No person in their right mind wants to have their ability to defend themselves taken away or be thrown in jail for their religious beliefs. And this is not something a rational person would want. However, the Republican Party has failed to effectively communicate to people our positions, so they don't even know what we stand for. All they know are the media insults. And so by having a present Republican Party effectively communicating our message, we will win. 
So we have a lot of viewers in Michigan. What do you want to tell them in the last uh, 60 seconds here as to what, what to expect? Well, Juan, <laughs> make sure you donate. Donate to the Michigan Republican Party. <laughs> and uh, also just get involved. Plug into your county party. We'll have a lot of updates and information that we'll be getting out to people. Just we're, we're ready to hit the ground running. We're not slowing down. I know the election is next year, 2024. Um, the election cycles already started. It started sure has, November 9th, yeah. 2022. So we're we're hitting the ground running. Uh, we're spinning things up, and we're ready to win. Democrats better watch out. Christina, thanks for coming on, and uh, appreciate you taking a few minutes to join our audience. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care.